Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. that are readily available to you because then only you're going to get the glory. But when he does the impossible, people stand up and take notice. And he wants that to happen because he wants people who don't know him to meet him. God can do impossible things through anyone who keeps him first in their lives. Today, Pastor Robert is going to encourage you to not doubt what he can do with your life too if you just let him. Just keep God as the priority in your heart and let him use you and you'll get to see him do some amazing things. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, Here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. If you can do it without God, it ain't God. Why do I say that? Well, because you know what? Too many people think we follow a a religion, a belief system, a, a set of principles, and and they don't understand that that we're actually following Jesus. I grew up hearing that all the time, but I thought it was a metaphor. I didn't realize, you know, the way I grew up thinking of it was like, that's that's church talk. I mean, that's, you know, I follow Jesus. Listen to me, 90% of the people who say they follow Jesus, they don't follow Jesus. They're following their own desires. They're pursuing their own goals, their own self generated ambitions and goals, they're not following Jesus. They're following their own desires. They're following their own intellect, following their own emotions. They're not following Jesus. Because even among professing Christians, far too many fail to grasp the fact that he really is alive, that he really will lead and teach and engage with people. And so, see, Our mission is that people would come to see that for themselves. Do you understand that Jesus, he's not glorified and lifted up and made real to people when they see you do something awesome? When they see you do something wonderful? And it's imperative that they see Jesus, not you. Because the hope that they need, you can't give it to them. But he can The wisdom that they need to live life, you can't give it to them. He can. And so what we're supposed to be about is pointing people to him. 
living in such a way that they begin to recognize it's him. See, when they see Jesus working in you and through you to do things that just way, way, way beyond your capabilities, when they see that, that's what it means for him to be glorified in your life. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, and he had just shared about the revelations he'd been given of heaven and everything, and he says, lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. See, Paul began to understand it. It's a good thing when I simply, when the, when the task is impossible, oh, this is going to be great. That means God is about to do the impossible. And I'm going to get to be a part of it. And people are going to recognize there's no way Peter fed 5,000 people, 10,000 people with one kid's sack lunch. Something big just happened here. And God gets the glory. I'm not going to go there. It happens to the best of us. Point number one, as I said, when God wants to use you, it's going to look impossible. It's not going to be something you can just take care of it in your own strength or with the resources you have available. No, it's going to be bigger than that. It's going to be more than that. Number two, the second part of the training, first he trains us to think outside the box, to realize I'm not limited by what I can see here. I need to not limit myself. I need to not limit God to the things that I have on hand, the things that I can see. But the second thing, they had one sack lunch. And after all those thousands of people ate and were filled, they had 12 baskets full of leftovers. My mentor wrote something a couple of months ago that actually Rosie posted it, you know, from YWAM. I just had never noticed. He pointed out... he. The leftovers exceeded the original provision. I just had never thought about that. What a huge thing. Those 12, I, see, I really believe that their initial reaction, you know, Jesus says that, that you don't need to send them away. You, you give them something to eat. I can almost see one of the guys, probably Peter, because he was a loud mouth, saying something like, you know, I was hungry when I got here. We ain't going to eat today. We got to feed 5,000 people using one kid's side. We ain't going to eat today. I think every one of them thought they were going to miss out so that everybody else could be fed because that's what I would have thought. That's what I would have thought. And when they were done, Jesus made sure that there were 12 baskets full, not eight, not 14, 12. And he made sure that they could see that that little sack lunch that they started with I believe it was smaller than each basket. Do you understand? Can't prove it to you. I can't prove it to you. But I think that's why he did it that way. Please listen to me. This is so important. You and I make excuses for not trusting Jesus. Those 12, they did the same thing. 
you know, I'm always thinking about the fact that, you know, I got to take care of my family. I got to make sure that, that my wife is going to be taken care of. I got life insurance. You know, I did that when the kids were little because I wanted to make sure if anything happened to me that the kids would be taken care of, the wife would be taken care of. And is that a bad thing? We need to have, you know, some money put away, an emergency fund. We're taught, you know, we need. it's good to have an emergency fund. You know, you should have three months or six months of, you know, as an emergency fund. Is that a bad thing? No. We're taught that we shouldn't give to others until our bills are paid and everything's squared away. And because we want to be responsible with our finances, we want to be, quote, unquote, faithful stewards. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. We want to be faithful stewards. But do you understand how we limit God? Many times, just like they were about to, send them away, Jesus, so they can get something to eat. It's late. We're in the middle of nowhere. If they leave now, they can make it to Capernaum in time to buy supper somewhere. And Jesus said, they don't need to leave. Now, maybe the next day, he would have sent them away. That day, he was proving a point, teaching them a lesson. There are times... There are times when he will ask you to do things that don't make sense, and you can trust him. He will ask you to give your last dollar to another family because you see the need they're in, and you just, God puts it on your heart. I'm not talking about an emotional response. I'm talking about praying over it, taking the time, God, is this you? Not some emotional thing where you see it on TV and you give away your paycheck. No, don't be stupid, but don't limit God. Don't limit God. Because you can trust him. You can trust him every single time. Every single time. You cannot outgive God. And you must not limit him to what you can understand, the abilities that you have, the resources that are readily available to you. Because then only you're going to get the glory. But when he does the impossible, People stand up and take notice. And he wants that to happen because he wants people who don't know him to meet him. He wants people who think this is only religion to see that it's more than that. To realize that he himself will engage with individual human beings. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.